Uh, this is Mike Costa, writer of Cobra, and you're listening to Star Joes. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Podcast episode 91, Toy Fair 2013 with Fooshcast. I'm your host Ryan, and soon you'll be hearing from Chuck as well as Craig. Craig's from Fooshcast. If you haven't listened to them before, we've had him on the show here uh, in the past, and it's been fantastic. So he actually reached out to us because Fooshcast was celebrating their 100th episode, and Craig reached out to us since we had him on our show before and said, Hey, would you guys like to come on and talk about Toy Fair with us? Obviously, we are excited to be able to, to participate in any type of milestone episode like that, but also we're excited to talk about Toy Fair. So we, of course, said yes. Now, I will tell you, if you want to hear the entire 100th episode, you can go to Fooshcast, just simply Google them, and you can find, I believe it's Fooshcast.com, and you can find their episodes and listen to the 100th episode, which they actually also had guests of uh, What's on Joe Mine on the episode, uh, obviously had us on for a good 45 minutes to an hour, as well as many other guests. It was a monumental episode, but I wanted to make the portion that we recorded with Craig in regards to Chuck and myself being on the show, I wanted to put it out there for you guys. So with that being said, just had a couple things I wanted to touch on before we turn things over to the whole gang. One is we still have our voting open. It's open until March 15th. I have been currently posting one question just about almost every day from our different categories and people have been voting on Facebook. You can also vote through the forums, which is the forumforgeeks.com. Just scroll down, you'll find Star Joe's there, and you can actually register uh, yourself and you can vote right on the forums there. You can also vote through our email address, which is starjoespodcast at gmail.com. So there's three ways you can vote. You can vote all three ways if you want to help pad the stats towards the the uh, 
person or comic or moment or what have you that you want to win. Also, part of that is that you are then, once you vote any one of those ways, up to three different ways, you are then put into a drawing for a prize package from Star Joe's. And yes, if you vote all three ways, meaning once through Facebook, once through email, and once through the forums, that counts as three votes or three raffle drawings in your name. So again, you're padding the stats for yourself. Now, I know you're probably wondering, well, Ryan, what's in this prize package? Because I know you guys have sent out some great prize packages in the past. Well, I'm here to tell you that if you're into comics, there's not going to be a better prize package that we've had up to this point. So let me go over some of the comics that you're going to get in there. And it's a lot. First, outside of comics, you are going to get a He-Man and the Masters of the Universe DVD. The Filmation run, it is... 20 episode collection. It's the best from uh, best episodes from seasons one and two. It's still in the shrink wrap. It's brand new. That will be coming out to you. Also, there will be just one trade, and, why, and you might wonder, well, why one trade? Well, you won't wonder anymore once you hear all the other comics. But I do have one trade here for those that are interested in the Exiles. It's Exiles Volume One. This is from my own collection, and. This is just a great series. You don't even have to like the X-Men to enjoy this series because it's really an alternate reality, alternate world type story. So the first trade of that will come to you as well. Now, when it comes to comics, let's start off with some of our, with the DC stack here. There's a whole lot of DC books that will be coming your way. So first and foremost, we have Green Lantern. You all know that I'm a Green Lantern fan. So we got you the start of Rise of the Third Armies, which is... Green Lantern New Guardians number 13, Green Lantern number 13, Green Lantern Corps number 13, and Red Lanterns number 13. I know you've heard us rave reviews about Death of the Family from Batman. Well, got news for you. You're getting the entire story, at least when it comes to the Batman uh, book itself. So you get Batman Death of the Family number 13, Batman number 14, Batman, Batman number 15, Batman number 16, and Batman number 17. That is the entire story of Death of the Family as it took place in the Batman title itself. You'll also get some tie-ins to the story from other titles. Not all the tie-ins. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get them all for you, but there's quite a few here. We have Batman and Robin, Death of the Family. It's number 15 of that series. We have Detective Comics, number 15. We have Batgirl, number 15. We have Suicide Squad, number 15. And then we have the Aftermath issues for Death of the Family, which is Nightwing, number 17, and Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 17. And this Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 17, is a big Aftermath issue. It really, really impacts a lot of the Batman family. We also have Batgirl number one, uh, annual number one, not Batgirl number one, but Batman, Batgirl annual number one, and this is where we have Batgirl, Catwoman, and they face off against a Talon from the Court of Owls. We also have some new stuff that came out not that long ago. We have Sword of Sorcery featuring Amethyst number zero and Sword of Sorcery featuring Amethyst number one. We have Talon number zero and Talon number one. We have Phantom Stranger number zero and Phantom Stranger number one for you. And I know you probably also want some stuff that's been a little bit more recent and uh, new. So we also have Justice League of America number one with the United States flag on the cover there. We have Vibe, Justice League of America's Vibe number one. And Katana, also from Justice League of America, Justice League of America's Katana number one. 
I've also been raving on Twitter about this title. It's Injustice, Gods Among Us, and issues number one and two have come out. I've been reading it digitally, but when I saw the paper copy came out, I decided to pick up number one and number two just to put in the prize package for you guys. It's an amazing story. It's great art. It's basically an other world or else worlds type story, so anything goes. So you have deaths that you would not expect. You have consequences you would not expect. So it's a great story if you ever just wanted to see Batman or Superman or any other character just really unleash themselves and not have to worry about DC continuity. Now, I know that was a lot of DC titles there. So you're probably thinking, Ryan, well, what about Marvel? I know you said you're a DC guy, but what about Marvel? Well, I've got a whole stack of Marvel for you, too. We've got just... To give you a little bit of taste, we have uh, Minimum Carnage Alpha, number one. It's a one-shot that starts off that story arc. And we have Scarlet Spider, number 10, which is part two of the Minimum Carnage. And Venom, number 26, which is part three of the Minimum Carnage storyline. So it's not the entire Minimum Carnage storyline, but it's a good jumping start for you with three issues there. Then we have AVX stuff going on here for you. We have... Uh, Uncanny X-Men number 19. It was the crossover for A versus X. We have Uncanny X-Men number 20. Now, this was the last issue of this run of Uncanny X-Men before the relaunch uh, for Marvel now. So you got number 19 number 20 there for you. You also have Wolverine and the X-Men number 18. That's kind of an aftermath issue to the whole AVX. And speaking of aftermath for AVX, we also have... AVX number 12, which is the final issue for A versus X. And then we have Consequences, A versus X, Consequences number one and number two. It's a great miniseries. Again, love the art, love the story. Uh, I believe it went for five or six issues. This will give you the first two issues to give you a taste if it's something you like. Then we went into Marvel Now Point One. This is a great issue to give you a little taste of the issues that were coming out for Marvel Now. So Marvel Now Point One issue there for you. I know you've been hearing us talk a lot about Superior Spider-Man and all the events that happened in Spider-Man number 700. Well, got news for you. I've got issue of Amazing Spider-Man number 700 here for you, which tells you exactly how that storyline wrapped up and set things up for the future. And I've got the Superior Spider-Man number 1, number 2, and number 3 here for you. So that can give you a good taste of if you would like Superior Spider-Man. I personally have really been enjoying the title. Some more Marvel Now stuff here for you. We have a whole bunch of Avengers. We have Avengers number one, New Avengers number one, Secret Avengers number one, Young Avengers number one, and Avengers Arena number one, number two, and number three. Now, transitioning out of AVX, we also have the flip side of it, which is the X-Men. Well, before we get to that, we do have A plus X number two. I thought I had number one also set aside for you guys, and if I do find it, then I will send that along with the the prize package. But the great thing about this title of A plus X is it's not continuity-driven. So you don't have to have read number one to enjoy number two because it's two short stories that has features one X-Men and one Avenger teaming up with each other. So you really don't need number one to enjoy number two, so you got that coming your way. We also have Uncanny X-Men number one, which is the Marvel Now relaunch. We have Uncanny X-Force We have uh, number one. We have Cable and X-Force number one. And then I have all new X-Men number two number th- and number three. Again, I thought I had number one set aside. I, in fact, I think I lent it to Chuck to read the extra copy I had. And if 
I believe he returned it to me. I just have to try to track it down. If I'm able to, by the time I want to send out this prize package, that'll be in there as well. But you'll at least get numbers two and number three. I also have Indestructible Hulk, number one. Thunderbolts, number one. And then Amazing Spider-Man, number 699.1, which is really just the precursor to Morbius the Living Vampire, number one, which you will get both Amazing Spider-Man, number 699.1, and Morbius the Living Vampire, number one. You'll also get Nova, number one, and Guardians of the Galaxy, 0.1. Both were very good. In fact, I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. The art was beautiful. The story was great. I'm a big fan. Uh, we also have Thor, God of Thunder number one, Thor, God of Thunder number two, and Thor, God of Thunder number three. Absolutely love the Thor series. You guys know I'm not a huge Thor fan, so the fact that I'm saying that I like this title and really enjoy it should be speaking volumes. Uh, also, Castle, the uh, Calm Before the Storm, drawn by our very own Robert Atkins. Uh, this also features a cameo by Chuck and myself, although my head was cut off by a word balloon uh, by no fault of Mr. Atkins himself. Uh, he obviously didn't know that that was going to happen, but you can see the Star Joe's t-shirt that I'm wearing in the background, and you can see Chuck in all his glory wearing a Captain America t-shirt in the background. So we have that issue number one of that miniseries coming out to you. But I know you're like, okay, there's a lot of DC, there's a lot of Marvel. But you guys are Star Joes. Am I going to get any Star Joe stuff? Well, yes, indeed you are. So what you're going to get from us is you are going to get Star Wars Purge, The Tyrant's Fist, number one and number two. This is the complete story of Darth Vader hunting down some Jedi in this. It's just a two-part story, and you do have parts one and part two here. I have Star Wars, number two. This is the Brian Wood uh, series that's going on right now. I did try to track down a... Uh, first issue for you guys was unsuccessful, but I do have a first print number two here for you. It's a great story, and again, I don't think you're really going to need to read number one in order to enjoy number two there for yourself. Then we have Masters of the Universe, The Origin of Skeletor, and Masters of the Universe, Origin of He-Man. Both one-shots, both there for you, boom. Then we have Mars Attacks Transformers, one-shot. This was actually a pretty fun issue. We're going to cover it on the show uh, coming up soon. has uh, some fun cartoony art, really just kind of a goofy issue, but enjoyable. Then we have some Spotlight Transformers issues. We have Spotlight on Orion Pax one-shot. We have Spotlight on Thundercracker one-shot. And we have a Spotlight on Megatron one-shot. All of these are coming to you. They're all self-contained stories. Then we have Danger Girl G.I. Joe. This was part of our whole nominations uh, ceremony that we had. This is Danger Girl G.I. Joe number one cover A. Uh, that's just to give you a taste to see if it's something you'd like to get. I know that the trades and hardcovers are coming out soon for that. Speaking of G.I. Joe, the new G.I. Joe number one by Fred Van Lenti. This is cover A. For those of you that wanted to try it but didn't want to put out your own money to try it out, this uh, issue will be coming in that prize package if you are the winner. Personally, little spoiler alert here for you. Personally, I love the issue. I know there's been a lot of complaints with it. There's been some people that haven't really liked it. Some, uh, we even got some voicemails in a future episode that we'll play of people that didn't really care for it. Uh, but personally, I really enjoyed it. I think you'll enjoy it. So that's coming out to you. 
Then we have Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number four and number five. This is the old Mirage series. That's com- Those two issues are coming out to you. Then we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, annual 2012. This also will be coming out to you. I was able to pick up an extra copy of this. It's all with uh, Kevin Eastman art and Kevin Eastman's story, so that will be coming out to you. And last but not least, we have the 100-page spooktacular of Ghostbusters. This is several different Ghostbusters stories, the start of several stories uh, that have come out from IDW for Ghostbusters. I personally love the Ghostbusters series. I think IDW has been doing a great job with it. So we have this 100-page spooktacular coming out to you as well. So on top of all those comics, we have three little business cards that are going to be coming out to you that allow you to redeem, thanks to uh, Eric Grubb, also known as Grubzilla on the forums, he was able to send uh, some digital codes that can be redeemed that he got at Celebration 6. So you can get Agent of the Empire Bundle. There's a code for the digital copy of that. There's Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison number one and Dawn of the Jedi number one. So all of those will com- be coming out to you. It'll probably be a big box. A lot of stuff. A lot of fun. Hope you enjoy it, whoever the winner ends up being. And you only need to vote one time in order to be in the raffle, either through the forums, through email, or through Facebook. As long as you voted one time on Facebook, you didn't have to vote every single category. But if you voted at least one time, boom, your name goes into the raffle and you're eligible to win this prize package. So with all of that being said, I know that went a bit long, but there was a lot of comics to go through. And I wanted to make sure you all knew what you potentially could receive. But uh, that's about everything. So... You know, let me go ahead and turn things over to Chuck, myself, and Craig from Fushcast to uh, talk a little toy fair. Robocop, part man, part robot, all cop. Drop it. Robocop and the Ultra Police, each sold separately. The only cops with rapid repeat cap firing. Evil headhunter on a skullhawk is cruising for trouble. Robocop in its armored Robocopter takes off after it. Fire Robo missile. We'll give you a lift to jail. You put Robocopter together. Robocop vehicles and figures with Robocaps, each sold separately. Okay, joining me now, I have uh, the hosts of Starjo's, a podcast all about uh, basically 80s properties. I don't think it's fair to say it's just toys because they do comics and whatnot as well. But it's Chuck and Ryan. How are you guys doing? Doing well. I'm doing well. Doing great. Thanks, thanks for having for us having, on. Yeah, thanks for having us on. We're uh, we're honored. So, well, I I think it's uh you know I was thinking about it. It's only fair since you guys had me on the Toy Fair 2012 podcast on your show. Right. Yeah. Well, and and I and I want to thank you for uh, not getting revenge on us for by waking us up early in the morning like we did to you. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> it's all right. It was a year ago. I'm well and truly over it. <laughs> So, Dickhead One. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so obviously, Toy Fair happened. It was uh, an interesting year. I don't think it was for me personally. I don't think it was the big year that we've had. Sometimes, like last year, I think we had the reveal of Ninja Turtles and everyone exploded. The year before, it was Thundercats and everyone exploded. This year, I don't think there was anything quite like that. But there was definitely some big news. So, where do you guys want to start us off? Well, I, I think uh, much like oftentimes we we're known to do is uh, we got to talk about the the big elephant in the middle of the room uh, news that I, I think was pretty big. At least it was for me, and I think it was for Chuck. 
uh, was the Star Wars Black series, the six-inch Star Wars figures that yes. are coming out. Um, I, I don't mean to, to to shoot it all out there right at the beginning, but I mean that was the, <laughs> that was the big big item for for me that came out of Toy Fair was the six-inch yeah. figures. Absolutely, it was definitely a big one to talk about. Um, I, I I've talked about this a few times, so I won't go into super details, but I'm not going to get them. Okay. Because I kind of feel like the three and three quarter inch line is doing just fine. I I like the figures that they're giving us in that, and we're never going to get six inch vehicles. Right. So uh, I'm going. You know, I'm pretty much I'm cool with it. Okay. Well, I will tell you that I am a thousand percent into this line. I will uh, get every figure that comes out for it, uh, including exclusive uh, con exclusives. I am actually very excited uh, about this in the sense that I have not been with Star Wars for a little while, and not not because I don't love Star Wars, and not because I don't love to collect the three and three quarter inch figures. I do, but it's gotten to a point for me where I go into the store and I don't see anything that I that I feel like I really need to get too much anymore. Every once in a while there will be, but it's very rare for me now. A lot of times it's a, it's a repaint or a repackage of a figure that I have eight versions of already. Yeah, um, I can understand that. So for me, this is also a, a chance for me to jump onto a star Wars toy line from day one, from the very beginning, uh, a whole different scale. Um, the, the pictures, now granted it might be different once I see them in the box, but the pictures I've seen of what the figures look like, the de- the detail is immensely impressive. Uh, when DC Classics came out with their, uh, DC came out with their DC Classics line of figures, uh, Chuck and I talked about it and I said, if they ever come out with Star Wars with this type of detail to them and this type of articulation and everything else, I said, I'm in a whole lot of trouble. And sure enough, <laughs> that's pretty much what we're getting now. So... Um, I'm a place I'm a thousand percent in. I will get every single figure. There might even be some that I'll get two of. Uh, I already know for Darth Maul, I most likely will get two of him because I want to put up, I want to put on my shelf one that has the cloak head on it and one that doesn't have the cloak. And, uh, I'll probably want, so I'll probably want two of those and I might want two of the sand troopers also just to have a little bit of a troop build, but not too much. Um, but yeah, I think it's ex- for me. It's very exciting. I think it'll spark some interest. I think there will be people like you, Craig, who you know are fine with the three and three quarter inch, and that's you'll just stick with that. Um, and but I think this will also bring in some people that maybe were weren't getting the three and three quarter inch anymore, and are and are seeing this as a brand new line to jump in on. Well, I mean, I've uh, I've been to me the best part of Star Wars is the vehicles. Like Jedi and stuff are fine. Mm-hmm. But what what I love is the pilots and the vehicles and the flying and all that sort of stuff, and so when if we get three and three, I mean if we get six inch vehicles, I'd be stunned. We might yeah. get speeder bikes, we might get a land speeder, but yeah. there's no way we're going to get an X wing. Yeah, they. I I think the 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 far end of it. I think there could be a chance of an X-Wing. I think that would be the biggest stretch in the world, um, and that's if the line is doing immensely successful. Um, I think there's a chance of an X-Wing. I think there's zero, in fact, negative percent chance of there ever being anything like a Millennium Falcon or a Slave One or something like right. that. But I, we definitely, I think if this line's successful, we will see things like the Land Speeder. We'll see things like the Speeder Bike. They've mentioned things like Tauntauns and and do backs even, which I was like a do back right. pretty big, but uh, for six inch. But 
you know, I'll be interested in those. This is really a line for me as now that I'm adult, I don't see this necessarily as a line for a kid, but as a line for an adult, I see this as something that I can get this awesome sculpted look of a character I absolutely love and put it on my shelf and, and just be in awe of it, of it there. So cool. All right. Well, Chuck, you're very quiet over there. What do you think, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like Ryan is, um, basically it's the, little Star Wars figures we all grew up and played with. They're, you know, bigger size, bigger scale. They're comparable more for, um, <clears throat> I compare them to, uh, like, the Masters Universe figures or the DC Classics. You you got, you know, smaller size of those. You've got larger size. They're more for the uh, adult collector, not so much for the kid collector, you know, price point and everything like that. So sure. it's really not much more to add than what Ryan already added. I'm, I'm super excited for them. I'm probably not going to troop build. Um, I might get one of each. I, I don't know if I'm going to, um, get them all. I might cherry pick a little bit and only get the certain figures that I wanted. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see many vehicles down the line either just because of, you know, cost and size, but it's, it's, I've heard multiple people, you know, like yourself say that it's a good, um, it's good that they're doing this because, uh, for a couple of reasons, you can get into Star Wars. You can you have an out. You can stop. You can just get the three and three quarter stuff that maybe you missed. Uh, vehicles will probably not do a lot with vehicles, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm super excited about it. To me, it was the biggest news of Toy Fair. Yeah, and and uh, one thing too, just uh, one thing that I got to think about today because uh, Chuck and I had talked about it one time was there's a lot of naysayers there out there talking about the price and everything else saying, well, $20 is expensive. But when you compare it to some of the other things that are out there the same size, it's pretty comparable. In fact, especially if you compare it to Masters of the Universe figures, it's actually significantly cheaper because uh, you don't have to pay for shipping and you don't have to pay for uh, the it's a, those are $27 figures now and this will be 20 But the other thing that I was realizing, too, if they keep the waves as small as they are are starting out at with just like four here and four there. Um, yep. It's really not much more of a cost than the three and three quarter inch waves because a lot of times, if I'm and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of times the three and three quarter inch waves come out at six to eight figures at a time, and those here in the states are at least ten dollars a figure or, or right around ten dollars a figure. So really, the close to twenty, if not more, if not more, yeah, the close to twenty here a figure. Okay, okay. Depending on where you go, you can get them for about fifth, uh, sort of sixteen to twenty one, depending on where they are. So for us yeah, here, where you buy them, yeah, depending on where you buy them in the states, like ten to ten to fourteen, fifteen dollars. Yeah. You know, the stores in the mall are a little bit more expensive, but. So I mean, if you're if you're looking at eight, let's say it's it's eight figures, if you're looking at eight figures at three and three quarter inch coming out in a wave, and those are ten dollars a piece, I mean, four figures at twenty dollars a piece, you're paying the same amount. So. It's just I, I remember thinking that, that like as I said, one of the things holding me back is they're not going to do vehicles. Right. I think I think we can all agree that. Right. And when I say vehicles, I mean the biggest stuff. The big ones, right? Then the the thing that uh, cracks me up is that the first figure we get is Luke in pilot gear. <laughs> I'm like, really? That's that's your first choice for the pilot gear for the figure that you know for the character yeah. that we're never gonna. Now, personally, yeah. if I was on their side of things, and, and I know Chuck, this is your favorite look of for Luke, but I think. And I could be again. I could be wrong here. My personal favorite is Jedi Knight Luke, but I think most people out there, most people probably their favorite look for Luke might be Bespin Luke. Yeah, I, I mean, I prefer Jedi Luke myself. Okay. Um, but I mean, really, we're gonna get the big 
the big three in multiple costumes. Yes. Um, that's undeniable. Uh, we'll get lots of troopers. We'll get a Vader. Like there's, there's certain characters that, you know, I mean, they've basically said they're sticking to the a game characters. Yeah. Um, which is a shame because one of the few I'd probably buy is Wedge, my favorite Star Wars character ever. But you know what? I think that if this line does well, I think we're going to see Wedge because I actually do consider him at least B level character. He's, I mean, he's yeah. in all three original trilogy movies. He's a well known character. I think now I think you'll find him with a wave where you have somebody like a Vader or a Chewbacca, somebody that's really recognizable. But I think he'll, he might, you might see him show up in there at some point. I would definitely jump all over that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, if if I might jump us into the three and three quarter inch uh, arena for a little while, figure wise there wasn't a lot. I didn't think. Um, I was actually surprised at how little they showed off new. Uh, I was really excited. I was hoping we'd get to see Mara Jade, but yeah. nope. Uh, vehicle wise, though, there was three things that leapt out at me. Two of which are definite buys, and one of which I'm going to have a really hard time saying no to. <laughs> uh, we've got the. A re-release of the clone. Um, I don't know what's called the dropship. Oh yes, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which comes with the ball cannons on the sides, the right. sliding doors that the original didn't have. So this is basically the best version of this ship we're going to get. Yeah, and I have. Yeah, it's, it's an upgrade. It's definitely an upgrade. And I have managed. I, I haven't gotten one. I almost got one a little while ago, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't quite do it. And now I'm kind of glad because I think I'm going to pick this one up. They've even, in the photos that I'm looking at here, let me just shoot you guys a link. Uh, in the photo that I just linked you guys, it looks like they've made little divots in the door frame so that the ball guns can be deployed with the doors shut. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, I'm cool. seeing that. Yeah. Which on, that, on the original one with the doors, uh, it didn't have that. You had to take the ball cannons off. Right. Uh, and they were a separate thing anyway. So overall, I, I really think that this is the winner. I'm definitely going to pick this up. Yeah, and I will say that that is one of, I mean, uh, obviously I, I lean more towards the original trilogy, but I, I'm fine with the prequels. Um, it, the dropship's one of the few vehicles from the prequels that I actually think is, is a pretty sweet vehicle, a pretty impressive-looking vehicle. I, I tend to like the clone troop stuff. Yeah. Basically, I, I, anything that's like a clone, like the clone tanks and the tanks a lot are of the, sweet. Yeah, yeah. And I got that Republic shuttle that they did a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Did you see that with the, the swing down wings and it opened yes. up into the base? That yeah. thing is fantastic. Is it? Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful toy. It's, a, it's if you're into the spaceships of Star Wars, it's almost a must-have. I, I love it. Um, I ended up giving it some paint and uh, making it look older, and so okay. I use it as a Jedi shuttle. Nice. So I have very much like it's a leftover shuttle that the Jedi have just appropriated. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's it's if if you're into the bigger vehicles and you can find it, I think that's a a fantastic one. Nice. Well, I, now, I, I do. I like the character selection on that on the side. It looks like it comes with a couple of clone troopers and a and a a Yoda. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Now, when it comes to the three and three quarter inch, uh, and 
this is kind of what I took from from the, some of the news. It looks like the the Black Series three and three quarter inch figures are going to be very similar to what we've been seeing in stores in recent years with the yes. higher articulation and everything. But then we're going to see this. I think it's the Saga Legends ones are going to be more old school style figures where it's only five points of articulation and probably and and I know probably some people have some complaints about that, but I actually kind of like it for the simple fact that I feel like that's a toy I can give to a kid again to play yeah. with and not not have it break, you know, the next day or a hand fall off or something like that. Sure. And I mean, to be honest with Star Wars, I'm more or less at the point where I'm very picky and choosy now because I've got most of what I need. Like, there's there's very few characters left for me to pick up. There's very few items left. And my main Star Wars love is the EU. Um, in fact, we were to, you were talking before about talking about the Star Wars comics, Ryan. If you ever yeah. do want to do that, I would be totally up for a Star Wars EU discussion. Nice. I would love to do that sometime. Sure. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, a, a lot of what I do now is, you know, I, I customized a complete set of Jedi that are all eu characters because that's where my love is yeah um, and uh so looking at the black series you know it's speed a bike a biker scout well i don't need a biker scout i've got the new speeder bike and it's great right uh a vader well i've got darth vader i don't need another one holding a blaster and deflecting a bolt right uh luke in his in his ceremonial gear well, I've got one of those, and it wasn't that good, but I don't really need another. So, I mean, there's nothing here that jumps yeah, out at me. That's the thing that, that I was disappointed with, too, was that we were seeing these Black Series ones that were the three and three-quarter inch, and none of them really impressed me to where I was like, I have to get it. Um, but, uh, the in fact, the only thing that came out three and three-quarter inch, uh, well, there's a couple uh, that were mentioned, one uh, is kind of a funny one, but the, the Ewok set that's supposed to come out with the Catapult, uh, they said there's going to be some new Ewoks that haven't been released before with that. And I was, I was right, like, right. okay, I've been getting quite a few of the Ewok sets that have come out. And then the Biggs X-Wing, uh, the new uh, Biggs Darklighter X-Wing is supposed to come out. And I haven't gotten a uh, X-Wing yet, and it's one of my favorite vehicles. It's probably my num- It's potentially my number one vehicle in all of Star yeah. Wars. So I would like to get one, so... So uh, here, here's the thing about the big X wing. I really, really want it. I have six X wings of the big X wings. <laughs> nice six, and I, I custom painted them into the Rogue Squadron colors from the fourth book, where they go, where they're operating independently. Nice. So I have a wedge and a Luke. Like I have a red one and a red five in their normal colors. Okay. Then I have um, wedges, Tycos. Gavins and Corrin Horns, all custom painted. Okay. When you have six X Wings, it's really hard to justify buying another tool. <laughs> and um, so I want Biggs's, and I also I never got the one that was the uh, the Vader versus Luke two pack. You know that had the both ships in it. Right. Oh, the trench run, right? The trench yeah. run, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Which has, which I actually don't have a tie advanced, which is weird. And that trench run set had a the X wing in it had a new cockpit, a brand new, fully detailed cockpit. Right, right. But at the same time, six X wings. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I might have. I, I'm tempted to get Biggs's, but I probably can't. Well, speaking of uh, vehicles that I already have, but I, I would be tempted, but probably won't for that reason is the slave one that they're releasing with uh, Han Solo and Carbonite. Um, cool. 
I have the uh, I have the slave one that came out from the Clone Wars, and while I, the figures weren't the greatest, I really liked the vehicle. Uh, oh, cool. How they how they did yeah, up it, the slave one. It's different though, right? Yeah, it that, is. That one's different though. Yeah, it is cool. different. But I'm like, do I buy another slave one? <laughs> I thought this one was essentially that slave one with the OT color scheme. Yes, that's exactly. Well, yeah. And yeah. I, that other one never came out down here. That was the one that came out with a with a ship, like a Jedi fighter yes. ship and stuff with it as yeah. well, right? Yeah. I thought it was a great set, especially, again, going back to what these toys are meant for initially, which is it's for kids. I thought it was a great set to get a kid because I think it was like here it was, I think, only like 80 bucks or 70 bucks or something like that. And you got Slave 1, uh, you got a Jedi Starfighter ship. And you got, I think it was five or six figures with it. And I was like, well, that's just a great yeah, set like, to give to a kid. You got good guys and bad guys and a good ship and a bad yeah, like ship. Five figures, yeah. So. Yeah. I um, it, I, As far as I know, it never actually came out down here. Um, it, it may have, but to the best of my knowledge, it didn't. And so I never picked it up, but I was always really tempted because it looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so this one, if... We've been getting all of the vintage collection vehicles down here. Okay. So once this comes out, this this is definitely going to be a buy. It's one of the few uh, important vehicles I don't have. Yeah, I would recommend, highly recommend it if that's all it really is. It's just a repaint of that one that came out already. It is a fantastic vehicle. I'm I'm ninety percent sure it is. The if you if you look at the picture I just linked to you guys, you can see the three seats in the front. Yes. You can see the same sort of hinge along the side, which is where that intersection opened up. Yep, it's exactly the same yeah. one. Then. Yep. Uh, so I'm I'm super excited for that. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not the hugest fan of the Slave 1 as a ship, but its importance in Star Wars is undeniable, so oh, it's, it's a must-have. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to get the X-Wing because I don't have one. I don't have six like you do, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's probably I, wise. I'm pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be getting this one. Oh yeah, and on the if you don't have a big X-wing, you absolutely should. They're they're beautiful, beautiful ships. Um, the scale is fantastic. They're slightly smaller than an X-wing should be, but not dramatically so. Okay. And uh, the newer ones that have the nice cockpits are just fabulous. Yeah. Like I, I, the only thing that stopped me buying that trench run set was the price at the time. It was like two hundred bucks in Australia. Oh wow. Um, Hundred and eighty something, I think. So yeah, I just I couldn't do it. Plus space, right. I have no space. That's always been my issue is is just the space issue where I'm like I really want this. It's my like I said, it's my favorite vehicle in Star Wars. Um, and but at the same time, I'm like, okay, where do I put it once I have it? But it, it I think it's going to be one of those situations where I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter if I don't have room. I need to have this. So yeah, I, I'm gonna. See, I don't know what I'm going to do about space. I really need to to work out something because uh, my Kamen Rider shelf is spread across a way too big a space, and so that's taken up a lot of room. I've got now essentially a whole Transformers shelf. Um, Jojo and, and Star Wars have been sort of squished down, and I really need to expand them out again somehow. Now, one thing that I, I didn't notice all year long that actually came out of last year's Toy Fair, and I didn't see it in this year's Toy Fair, was some of the figures that we saw last year. One in particular was the Shea Vizsla um, figure. I think it was Shea Vizsla. No, that uh, came in. I never saw her here. I don't know. Chuck, I don't know if you ever saw her or not, but... That's the... Um, the I've female... Yeah, it was the female uh, 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 Mandalorian. Bounty. Yeah, Bounty Hunter. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen it in the store, but I, I I know it came out. Oh, it did. Okay. I, I saw people um, other places like online stuff were selling it. And... I'll have to look online then. Uh, yeah, because... I, I've definitely seen it to buy as well. Uh, I saw it in a at a toy show down here. Okay. Uh, I didn't pick it up because it doesn't. I don't really need it. Yeah. Um, it's just a character I, I've gotten to like in the Clone Wars uh, animated series, and uh, I like. Oh, her she's from Clone too. Wars. She's been appearing in Clone Wars, yeah. I thought she was an old Republic Jedi. She is, but um, or they or she might be a she might be related to the old Republic character. But there's been a uh, a Vizsla female Vizsla character that's appeared in the animated series because um, huh. yeah, they had the Mandalorians take over and everything. I assumed that her last name was Vizsla. That's because the leader was Vizsla, and I think she was related to him. So. Um, huh. But she looked just like her. I mean, she had a little bit different hairstyle, but looked just like her. And she was she was wearing the Mandalorian armor just like that. So, uh, but I just I mean I love the EU characters. I love those figures. So I, if I saw her, I would I would definitely want to pick her up. So yeah, definitely. I, I didn't realize that um, I didn't realize she'd actually hit. So yeah, that's that's definitely one to keep an eye on. Yeah. But uh, look, unless there's any more Star Wars stuff, I think uh, we can jump into whatever else you guys want to chat about. Sure. Um, I know, I, Chuck, I don't, you can uh, jump in first if you'd like. Okay. Uh, you guys want to talk a little bit about G.I. Joe and uh, the Creo line especially? Uh, sure, I'll talk G.I. Joe. I don't have the Creo line, but yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I, will, I will say when it comes to the Creo line, just to give, I did. Uh, I was able to pick up some sets of those, and I will tell you when it comes to Creo versus Lego, there's definitely some some pluses and some minuses. Um, to give just a couple brief things, minus is that they're not as organized when you open up the pack. There's a lot of packs in there just like Lego would have, but they're not numbered. And it's not like if you open up one pack that you don't need a piece from another pack. So you pretty much just have to open up all the packs and spread them out um, And in order to put stuff together. Uh, they're a little bit tougher to put together uh, than a Lego. They don't like they have to snap on a little tighter. But the thing I do like is the minifigs have a little bit more like movement to their, like they have actually like, uh, what is it? Like a ball joint to their shoulders and to their legs. So the minifigs are actually kind of neat in that respect. Um, they look awesome once they're put together. The sets do. That sounds Uh, like, um, mega blocks. Mega blocks has articulation and that sort of stuff too. Yeah. Very similar to a mega block. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's very the vehicles and everything else look very GI Joe once they're together. They just take a little bit more effort than I think a Lego set does to put them together. But once they're together, they look impressive. Yeah, um, I, 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 some of the some of the newer stuff that was shown off the vehicle stuff looked pretty cool. Yeah. Now one of the vehicles yeah, today at our. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say one of the vehicles that's coming out. I know, uh, and I know Chuck's excited about, it, and I'm actually excited about it too. Is the Tomahawk was uh, is supposed to come out. For GI Joe, exactly, exactly. The Creo Tomahawk? No, 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 no. The, the oh, he, good. He went back to regular. <laughs> oh, right. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Well, I definitely want to talk about the Tomahawk, but but Chuck brought up Creos and then he didn't get yeah. a lot of chance to talk about it before we jumped him. So <laughs> no, that's okay. The, the only reason I, I wanted to bring that up is because I know Ryan and I actually uh, purchased a couple of uh, Creo sets today. So yeah, there's definitely the, some uh, cool stuff in there. I got the checkpoint set and put it together. It's pretty cool. It's not bad. Uh, Ten bucks U.S., so it wasn't too bad. Hey. And I know Ryan got a couple sets, but um, the majority of the G.I. Joe that I, I do buy is the uh, regular, you know, four-inch, three-and-three-quarter, four-inch stuff. So 
So you're able to put yours together, Chuck? Yeah, I just finished it while we were talking. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know if you agree with me on, on that. The the I had to open up. I had the battle platform I was putting together, and I had to open up every single pack that was in there. I was thinking I could just open up one of the packs, start putting something together, open up another pack. Nope, but I got to open them all. I needed pieces from this one and the pieces from that yeah. one. But I did get the trouble bubble together, and I can't remember the name of the motorcycle. What the hell is that called? The Ram. Uh, I'm sorry? Ram, R-A-M. Oh, yeah, Ram. I thought you said Vamp. I'm like, no, the Vamp's the Jeep. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, this, this checkpoint's pretty cool. It comes with the motorcycle with Firefly, uh, Law & Order. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I had, uh, it's not bad for 10 bucks. I mean, you no, definitely no. get 10 bucks worth of it. The Ram, I will tell you, I don't know if yours is the same way. The Ram, uh, I don't know if yours had vehicles, but the Ram had uh, rubber tires, which I was happy to see. Yeah, the Firefly's got a gray motorcycle. Okay. I was like, oh, wow, someone actually did rubber tires again. <laughs> yeah, this one's got rubber tires, and he's got a, a little backpack with dynamite in it, and he's got, a, like, a machine gun. Nice. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe Talk meets Sports Talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. And we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding. Kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right. And we. Okay, seriously. This is just getting ridiculous now. It's What's on Joe Mind every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Good. No. What about sports? That sounds good. Yeah, that's all right. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to M-Wire only on GeekCastRadio.com. We now return to Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. I'm back now. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. Oh, that's cool. Uh, did you guys keep talking or do we just jump back in? Uh, we talked uh, we a little bit about we were talking about the sets that we put together. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it in. What the hell? Um, so, uh, all right. Well, well, I think we can safely jump off Creos for a little bit then. Uh, oh, sure. Into the big news. Oh, my God. They're doing a Tomahawk. <laughs> Go. Yeah. I'm <laughs> super excited. I want one. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to buy two. Now, Chuck, I know on, on the, the guys with Toys podcast, you were talking with Roger about it, and he was saying something about that he had heard it, it might actually be at the price that it was back in the 80s of like $42 or something like that. or Supposedly, it's supposed to be 40 bucks. Yeah, 40 bucks is what I'd heard as well. Wow, that would just be amazing uh, to go back to that type of price. Yeah, um, for, especially for like a, a slightly bigger, slightly better detailed... Yeah, uh, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe they're doing it at forty bucks, but apparently they are. So, 
I had it as a kid and I absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorite vehicles that I, I had as a kid. Uh, it's, it's just massive. It's, it's something too, like if for adults that like to just display stuff, it's something where you can set it on a shelf and you can actually put a, a bunch of Joe's around it and in it and everything else and, and have a really nice display with it. Um, yeah. I, I, I've got a vintage one that I sort of, modified and lovingly restored parts of and stuff and that can go in a box for all I give a shit. This thing looks fantastic. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so in love yeah. with this thing. This is this is my hit of Toy Fair. Yeah. More than anything else, this was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> this was my second oh my god. The first was Star Wars, but this is my second one. And yeah. I, I really think Hasbro might be taking um like a little bit of a profit loss on a profit margin on this thing for forty bucks, like you said. I I don't know how they're doing it for 40 bucks. They might be just doing it to the fans as a courtesy or something like that, but they might be losing a little bit of money on this one. Well, I don't know. How much was the Sky Striker when it came out? Uh, that was... Uh, it was pretty comparable to that. 35 to 42, 47, depending on where you bought it. So between 40 and 50. Yeah, right. So it was, a, it was about the same then. So, I mean, pretty close. Yeah. Well, I think the Tomahawk's actually a little bit bigger. And well, I would agree. Yeah. True. I, I would agree, but... And I think it'll be harder for them to break it down into a box the way they did the the Sky Striker. Right. Like hey, the, I would agree with that. The packaging would have to be much larger. But um, yeah, nonetheless, two of them. Like I, I mean, I'll be importing it, which is a pain, but I don't care. <laughs> I want to. Uh, this thing, it just, it's gorgeous. It's it's big. They've tweaked it. You can see all the new changes they've made to it. I want to know if the Gatling gun turns. Like that would be awesome. That would be great. Um, yeah. Even little things like the you get lift ticket and you also get these cool headphone sets for other people who are in the helicopter. Oh yeah, that's awesome. yeah, that is just amazing. I yeah, I can't believe they're doing it, but I am certainly glad that they are. So I'm definitely going to be putting dock and lift ticket and uh, lifeline in mine, like a medic transport or something. Nice. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's real good. Uh, other news uh, that came out also was uh, on the Transformer side was uh, Metroplex. Uh, two, uh, Metroplex. Two, two foot tall Metroplex. They said it'll, it should be the largest Transformer that can actually transform that they've ever done. So, You know, it's interesting. I was just having an argument with my, my roommate Nikki about this. He He's like, I can't believe you're not excited for this. <laughs> and I'm just I I really try to be but and I know it's big but mm-hmm. I just don't I don't think it's all that great. I am excited in the sense that I love the character. I love the character Metroplex. I never had Metroplex as a kid and I always wanted to have him as a kid. So seeing this coming out, uh I'm excited but at the same time I kind of want to see more about it before I would decide that I would jump on it. Uh, price-wise, it's not too bad. I think that they were saying like maybe one twenty-five or somewhere around there for right. it, which I think for that size is is completely reasonable. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I kind of want to like hear some reviews and everything else about it before I would jump on it. But it's, I mean, like I said, it's it's more so because I'm excited about the character. I'm excited about the size that they're doing them at because I think that's appropriate to do it at that scale. And, uh, and like I said, it's also just a childhood wish thing that I never had. So it's one of those holy grails where I'm like, oh, they're coming out with something I always wanted. And now I'm in a position where I could probably get it. So, yeah, I, um, I, I'm definitely interested, 
by the time it comes down here, it's going to shoot up quite a lot in price, uh, just because of the size. Um, 125 in the US. If we get it for 180, I'll be excited. Yeah. Uh, for that low, I mean. Uh, yeah. So, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. But uh, I, for me, Transformers wise, it was all about Springer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty awesome too. I forgot about that being re- revealed. Uh, yeah, I, I think Springer looks pretty fantastic. But yeah, uh, yeah. One, of the, one of the few characters that came out from the movie, the animated movie, and past that that I actually really liked the character. There wasn't a whole lot after Transformers the movie that I was all that excited about, but Springer mm-hmm. was definitely one of them. And uh, so yeah. Do you uh, read the IDW books? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. We actually covered the, them on the show, so yeah. Oh yeah, of course you do. That's. <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. Um, but uh, the IDW books made me love Springer. Yes. Like, like I liked Springer already. He was awesome. But those are the his role in the IDW comics is the uh, the final nail in the coffin, I guess you could say, because oh, yeah. he's great in Last Stand. And the face. Did you look at the guys look at the close ups of the face of this one? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's Last Stand of the Wreckers Springer. Yes. Very much so. Yeah, I felt the same way about Drift. The uh, IDW comic book made me fall in love with the character Drift. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Craig, are you reading the Regeneration 1 IDW? No, okay. no, because I was never a fan of the 80s Transformers comic. I would recommend you don't then, because, spoiler alert <laughs> for everyone, um, Springer gets his head blown off by Megatron. So Yeah, it's, <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's more or less dead in the IDW book, too. Right. Um, right. But no, I I, uh, I I was never into the eighties book. Okay. Uh, I was into, I, I liked GI Joe, the eighties GI Joe comic, mm-hmm. and I tried reading a Real American Hero. I read it for a while before I sort of got over it. In fact, I've sort of dropped all the IDW GI Joe books. But this is a whole other conversation to have. <laughs> um, but um, IDW's Transformer stuff uh, has been great, and it's made me want characters from those books. I would agree. Um, yeah. So I mean, where's my where's my swerve, guys? Where's where's, where's tailgate? I actually went out and got the drift figure that when that came out because of the IDW comics. I didn't know who that character was. I didn't care about that character. But then I read the comics and I went out to the store and was like, okay, they still have them available, and I picked them up. Yeah, and I think that you know another thing that was shown at Toy Fair is we we're seeing some IDW inspired uh, toys. Yes. And I I really think that's a good move. I, I want to see. I'm going to pick up Bumblebee. Yep. I'm not going to get Orion Pax, but not because I don't think it looks good, just because it doesn't really fit into my shelf anywhere. Gotcha. Uh, like, there's, I, I don't have really a metaphorical place for it. <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. I, I don't need one. Um, but uh, I, I do think the figure looks fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I'm very much loving the um, the Bumblebee just because it's it's Bumblebee from IDW, and I think that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention, and I know Chuck probably has a couple things he wants to mention, but the only other thing I wanted to mention that I was excited about at first and then disappointed was I saw that for Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, they were going to be coming out with the classic Bebop and Rocksteady, and then I realized that they were doing it for the larger figures and not for the new 
uh, line of figures. So I was at first very excited because I saw the pictures. And I was like, wow, they look great. And then I realized that, oh, that's for the larger scale figures, which I have not been collecting. So I, then I was a little disappointed. Yeah, the larger scale ones haven't come out here. So I haven't seen them in person. And I understand that you've got to be careful with the eyes. Um, I do think Bebop and Rocksteady look great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm probably not going to worry about it myself. Uh, I think I'm trying not to collect new lines. I'm trying yeah. to behave myself. So I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I had only collected the the newer versions of the turtles, and right, I was, yeah, I've got so, those too. Yeah, and I thought those were fantastic. And I was like, well, if they come out with a Bebop and Rock, Bebop and Rocksteady for them, then I'm all I'm going to get those too. But uh, sad to say that it's not for them, so uh, so I won't be picking these ones up. I bet you, Chuck. Uh, well, changing topics here away from Ninja Turtles, one of the things I was really excited about and super stoked about was the uh, the DC um, figures they're doing of the retro Adam West 60 Styles Batman. Yes. I, was, I was so afraid so, you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I was so super excited about that. They're doing the Batman, the Riddler, looks like Penguin, and we're getting the 60 Style Batmobile. I'll, yeah. I'll be buying those. I'm I'm very conflicted on them. Because once, once again, I'm just, oh okay. Well, thanks. That, that was, <laughs> that, was that wasn't that conflicted at all. That was easy. All right, that, well, was, thanks, that was man. easy. That was Appreciate very easy. Yeah. Um, no, it's as I said, I, I'm trying not to collect new stuff, but that Batmobile just looks gorgeous. Oh my god! I know. Um, it's only supposed to be like fifty bucks too, so it's not terrible. Really, the size of it. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Wow, fifty bucks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I could see myself getting a Batmobile and and Batman and Robin, but again, no new toy lines. I'm really I've really got to stick with that. <laughs> but well, um, honestly, um, uh, you can actually they're comparable to I guess the uh, the DC classics. I don't know if you buy any of those now or not, but they should be very comparable to those and be on par with those. And actually, if you stop and think about it, you're going to get Batman, Robin, and you're going to get maybe a handful of villains because there's only there was really only a couple of main villains in that show anyway. True, it's not going to be a big line. Riddler, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to buy the majority of all of it. Come on, Egghead, King Tut. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> unless they throw those you know B-list characters in there like King Tut, things like that. But if you stick with the, the Joker, you know, um, Riddler, Penguin, uh, Catwoman, you know, you, you should you should be okay. True. Although there's three different Catwomen, my my co-host Sam was pointing out that oh, you've yeah. got Julie Newmar the, and yeah. the other ones whose names kit, I don't yeah. remember. Eartha Kitt and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, yeah. You don't like you know no King. <laughs> I have never liked Adam West Batman. I never will like Adam West Batman. I will not be picking up any uh, figures from this line. Blasphemy. Now, <laughs> let me ask you this though: What about a Batmobile? Batmobile, it'd be it would be iffy because I do like the Batmobile from from that show. I, I, I think that's a sleek looking car. I think it's really cool. But I, I my my favorite my my favorite Batmobile and my favorite Batmobile is the Michael Keaton movie Batmobile. So if they ever came out if they ever came out with one for that, I would get I'd be all over that. But yeah, this Batmobile is pretty sweet. It's just everything else of that show and that series I just absolutely appall. So yeah, uh, it's. It's a tricky one. I, I, I'm probably not, but it will be sorely tempting. They're even doing Batman and Robin in a two-pack. So I'm like, really? I, I only have to buy two things. It's <laughs> but this this way leads to madness. 
but actually, Chuck, to stick with what you're saying about DC, have you guys signed on for the Infinite Earths this year? Or? I have not. I uh, no, no. I I wasn't going to after last year, and then they announced who was coming out, and I'm fair. I, I had to check my my house for bugs because I'm <laughs> almost positive that they went. What is every character that Craig was waiting on still to come out? Well, I saw the Huntress was coming out. The the set so far is Saint Walker, okay, Phantom Stranger, Elongated Man, La Fleas, Monsieur Mala, Monsieur who's the only one I don't care about, Wally West, Red Hood, Captain Marvel Jr., Fire from Fire and Ice, Huntress, mm-hmm. and that's only up to September. Yeah. So, so far, out of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 figures announced, there's one I don't want. Yeah. And for me, because because I did, I was one that would mix and match DC Direct with the DC Classics, um, which I know for some people's blasphemy to do that, but I would mix and match them. Uh, the only figures that were of interest to me were Phantom Stranger and Huntress, because I never got a Huntress, and I've really gotten into the Phantom Stranger comic book and really liked that character, so I was tempted when I saw him being released. But outside of that, I have a Larflees that I really like. I have a Saint Walker that I really like. Um, like you said, Monsieur Mala, I really don't care. In fact, that's a character that annoys me anytime I see him in the comics. Um, <laughs> I, it just cause it's like, okay, him and his brain. I'm, I feel like I'm looking at pinky in the brain when I'm reading about him. Nice. Nice. Uh, the Wally West, I love Wally West, but I have so many flashes that I just call one of them Wally. So <laughs> <laughs> I just like, renamed him. This one's Barry and this one's Wally. So <laughs> yeah, I built a custom. I don't even know. Still, still have it out. No, no, I must have put it away. But I had a custom that I built of the the modern Flash costume. Nice. Um, the one that yeah, only I... appeared for about seven seconds at the end of Flash of um, uh, the what was it called? Flash Rebirth. Flash yeah. No, Rebirth. Oh, Rebirth. Yeah. Rebirth. Um, they had they had a, a, a All Star Flash that came out that was like shiny for DC Classics, and that's right, my, yeah. that, that one I call my Wally. So because I was like Wally would be more of the flashy <laughs> one. So nice. Well, maybe uh, he'll have like the white eyes. So well, you know what, Ryan? After this is over, we'll have a chat because Phantom Stranger is the one of all of those that I'm iffy on. So we might we might be able to work something out for Phantom yeah. Stranger. Yeah, let me know. Um, because I was. Temp- um. All right. Do you guys want to talk Marvel, or, or are you basically done? <laughs> uh, so, so. I, I'm I, not getting anything from Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> not really either. I mean, there's some figures that I think are yet to come out from the Marvel Universe line that I'm interested in, such as like uh, Nova, the modern day version of Nova and stuff that I'm kind of interested in, but. Uh, that's really the only things I've really seen from Marvel I'm interested in. I've kind of steered away from the Marvel Legends, kind of the same reason that you have, Craig, with, with some toy lines. I'm just like, I don't want to jump into a whole new right. toy line again. Uh, so, and I kind of, un- I've been unloading the Marvel Legends that I already have, uh, from the past, uh, because I've gotten a lot of the Marvel Select ones, which I think are actually, in my opinion, a little bit better quality figures. Um, so well, we did see the pictures of the uh, the Iron Man movie figures, and those yeah. look pretty good. Those, yeah. but again, I haven't seen them in hand. I just saw pictures. So, yeah, I thought that the um, uh, the Iron Man, the modern Iron Man that they're doing, the bleeding cool armor, I think it's called. 
uh, that one I, I can get behind. I think I might pick that up. Um, there was a Wolverine in the Wolverine line that was in his, essentially his Astonishing X-Men colors, and I liked that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much avoiding Marvel as well. For the same, exactly the same as you, man. If I, if I jump in, I'm jumping in, so I'm not gonna jump in. Right. Thank you. If I see some things out there, like I said, it might be one of those onesie twosie situations. Like I said, I really like the a lot of the Marvel Cosmic stuff that they've done in recent years. So, like I said, I'm, I'll definitely pick up that modern day looking Nova. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, you know, even the Marvel Universe figures, I pretty much have steered away from, it and I've actually unloaded some of the ones that I've already collected because I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep some of the ones that I really, really love having and then the other ones I'll let go. I will say I did pick up recently a, a Beta Ray Bill of the Marvel Universe figures and he was amazing. So I was very happy with picking him up. But these are definitely going to be figures, whether it's a Marvel Universe uh, or even a Marvel Legends, where I'm going to have to see it in the store and it's going to have to completely wow me for me to actually pick it up and take it home with me. Yeah, one other thing, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Masters Universe Classics. Um, the biggest release news-wise to me was Mantana. We're going to get Mantana to kind of round <laughs> out the... I thought, for sure, I thought for sure you were going to say Castle Grayskull, like, I believe. <laughs> That's where I thought he was well, going to. We've through. already kind of known about that. I mean, we've already kind of known about that. There were some right. pictures, and it does look amazing. But Mantana um, was, was the reveal. Mantana was the reveal. I was a little, I guess, uh, bummed out, I guess, to... I don't know, prison jail thing that was sculpted there that the four horsemen sculpted is going to end up being a sticker in the final production. I was kind of disappointed with that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it is what it is, you know, what are you going to do? So was Mantana the only masters reveal? No, it wasn't the only one that was revealed, but it was the biggest one. You know, I, I would, I would consider the biggest one next to, uh, probably filmations icer. I know a lot of people were clamoring for him. And he's kind of like a see-through, blue, clear, translucent plastic, some parts. So that's pretty cool. I mean, there was, you know, Batra, things of that nature. You got another cast of Spella from, you know, Filmations, uh, Princess of Power. So there were some decent reveals, but for me, the the head and shoulders above it all is Mantana, round out the Horde Troopers. So I'll be getting that one. I will say the pictures that I saw of Castle Grayskull made me kind of start rethinking, like, do I want to get this? <laughs> I have no place to I heard they it, put it but... back on sale. Yeah. I heard they put it back on sale. They did. And I yeah. was like, man, do I get this? I, I didn't order it before, but do I want to get this? So I've managed to uh, resist pretty well so far. Yeah. The Master Universe. I just, every so often, like, I'll see some figures from it, and I go, yeah, that looks pretty good, but... The the one He Man I had I didn't like, so I, I, uh, I I've always managed to resist so far. Yeah, yeah you're I did. Man than me. <laughs> I did get the the He Man uh, He Man to go with my Battle Cat because Battle Cat was amazing, and uh, I I was very happy with him. So, and then I was like, well, geez, if I get Castle Grayskull, I'm gonna have to get some more figures, and and that's kind of what's been keeping me from. Uh, from doing it because I'm like I I can't just start down that path. Yeah, it's a very expensive path. It's a very expensive path. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I've got enough expensive paths. Um, <laughs> all right, well, look, we, uh, we're basically done. I think toy fair wise. But um, did you guys want to talk about any any non um, 
He-Man related, uh, He-Man related, any non-Toy <laughs> Fair related stuff. Uh, anything else you've seen on the on coming out? Anything you want to talk about toy-wise real quick? Um, geez, nothing I can think of. Uh, well, there there has been the announcements of the Masterpiece Transformers. That we're going to get a Prowl and a Blue Streak and I believe even a Smokescreen. Yeah. Which are pretty much all the same bodies, but those were all characters I was very impressed with seeing that those are coming out. Uh, I somehow have to figure out at some point in my life how to get uh, the Masterpiece Soundwave because I've well, seen so, so many reviews of yeah, how they're releasing him again. Yeah. Did yeah. you, uh, you've heard about the US release for that, correct? Yes, and that's probably going to be the one that I'll end up getting. So. Yep. All five tapes, 150 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. That's my favorite Decepticon character, uh, so I will probably be all over that one. Cool. Yeah, the only other thing I would really want to mention is I know it's still available here, and it's been out for a while, but the Star Wars, the big Millennium Falcon in the vintage-style box, that thing is awesome. Yeah, I, I still, I, I've been collecting toys 33 years, and it is still the best toy I've ever owned. Nice. Nice. Uh, I didn't get the vintage-style one. I got the old one when it came out in 2008. But um, it's the same thing. They're same vehicle. So yeah, what's it going for on shelf over there? Two fifty. Yeah, that's. Now, I mean, that's what I paid for it. But I think by now it should have come down a bit. Yeah. Now at Christmas time they did have a sale where it got down as low as one twenty five, so about half the cost. Um, wow. And I think that's when Chuck got his, and unfortunately I was not able to jump on it at that time. And now it's back up to two fifty, and I'm like, I can't pay two fifty for that. But do you have one? Like a no. No, I don't. No. Oh, well, then buy it, dude. At two fifty, it's still worth every cent. I don't, I'm not even kidding. No, I believe you. I believe you. I just It's one of those things I'm going to have to uh, unload some other things to help pay for it. But, uh, but yeah, if I can, I will. Uh, they've been sitting there on the, on the store shelf for a while, I think, because of the price. So I'm, I'm expecting it'll come back down again. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, just before we head out, Chuck, did you ever keep watching Kamen Rider Double, or did you give up on that? I'm sorry, Craig. I, I gave up. <laughs> it's been replaced though by Doctor Who. If that's any can can be no, consol- no, consolidation for you, not even any consolidation whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've really terrible. been on a big Doctor Who kick, and I'm watching a lot of Doctor Who. And I've actually got Ryan to watch a couple episodes, and yes. he, he said it wasn't that bad. He kind of enjoyed it. I, I'm, I'm not a fanatic about it, but I think it. I think there's some episodes that are really hokey, and there's some episodes I actually quite enjoy. So that's more or less what I think about it too. I got so sick of my friends saying, "Oh, but have you seen this one?" I mean, have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? And I went, you know what, fine. And I watched them all from the start of the Eccleston run up to current. And I'm like, so when someone says, have you seen? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, yes, there, I have. There's, there's definitely some gems in there. There's definitely some that are, are I've really, really enjoyed. But then there's ones where I'm like, wow, this is the hokiest piece of crap ever. In fact, there was the very oh, first come on. the very first one I watched almost made me not watch any more of them. <laughs> wow. Which one was it? It was, uh, I think it was called Blood, uh, Family of Blood or something like that. It was a second part of a two-part story, and they had these characters. It was a Matt Smith, right? Matt Smith, Doctor? No, this was a David uh, David Tennant one, and, and he's... You and saw this, a Tennant, Doctor, and you didn't like it? Well, because the, the villains were so hokey, they would be like saying, sister of mine and brother of mine and blah, 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 and, and they'd have these hokey lights light up when they were talking to each other, like... Just I, I, yeah, you walk into a second part of a, a first. You know, you weren't it there it for had, the first. No, part. but it had nothing to do with being a second part. This had everything to do with <laughs> really horrible acting and bad special effects. Wow. And 
it made me and for something that was supposed to be modern day i was like wow i can't watch anymore but then i was like you know what everyone's telling me it's awesome i'll watch a couple more before i give up on it and the next two i watched were actually pretty good so all right well i'm not talking about doctor who anymore so (laughs) fellas thanks for coming on the show episode 100 i really appreciated you being here thanks for having us on anytime uh, you know, look, like I said, you want to you want to talk Transformers comics or or something sometime, um, or Star Wars was I think the one that we talked about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, if we do that, twenty years of Dark Horse, I will definitely reach out to you and have you on. Awesome. I I would very much be cool with that. Awesome. All right, mate. I'll talk to you boys later. Take care. All right. Take it easy. Bye.